This is Nayetta. Hi, this is Tiffany. And you're listening to The Help Show. Our second guest is Akron Watson, singer, actor, and the current Aaron Burr in the Chicago show of Hamilton, an American musical. He is a Dallas native, and we really enjoyed the interview, so please enjoy. Hi, this is Nayetta. Hi, this is Tiffany. And you're listening to The Help Show. So, hey, guys, I have a special, really special treat for you. Um, I, today we're interviewing, um, okay, I'm, I'm nervous. Akron Watson. I'm sorry, I don't get this nervous. I really don't. You just play really chill. Well, what you can see. He's an actor, he's a singer, he's a dancer, all-around performer. He's everything. Currently playing Aaron Burr in the Chicago run of Hamilton. Yay! Yay! So, um, <laughs> so, Akron, thank you so much. We call it the TTT. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are beyond grateful um, that you have taken the time to um, do this interview. He's actually in Chicago, correct, Tiffany? Mm-hmm. And so he's been performing and doing his thing, so him just giving us, like, 20 minutes of his time beyond beyond grateful so we want to say thank you thank you thank you and and let's get this interview up and um going let's get it cracking yeah <laughs> cool 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 now you're very welcome uh, i appreciate you reaching out honestly like i know one of your questions I'm, i was about to answer one of your questions but like i'll let you get to them but like that's one of the common misconceptions but you can ask a- ask your questions and i i'll get i'll get back to what i was about to say Okay, okay, I'm Thanks for holding hold on to it. <laughs> so, um, Akron, tell us three facts about you. Make it fun facts. Um, I was um, on American Idol in 2010, or like 2009. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, but I just find it interesting because people Google me. And they find it out, and I never talk about it. Nobody ever talks about it. But I was actually on the show and, like, went to the Hollywood rounds and, like, was, like, a local celebrity for, like, 15 minutes in Dallas. I uh, remember. I remember. Because I was like, I oh, Yeah, okay, so that's number one. That's okay. number one. Uh, number two is uh, I watch a lot of cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I watch. <laughs> Okay, this is good. This is that's good. What what are you watching right now? Yeah. Archer is my favorite right now. I'm watching this show called Archer. He's like a uh y'all laughing at me. Okay, anyways. And um the third one is the third one is I want a pit bull. I want a baby pit bull. I want a small pit bull. That's it. That's all I got. performance you can remember attending, like not just acting, but actually just being in the audience. 
Um, I don't really remember because I was so young. Like I don't, I don't remember seeing shows before I remember being in them. Like the oh, very first thing I, I like that. Yeah, it, it it really is just like in me. Like it's so automatic. Um, cause I just been doing it. My, my dad was an actor, so he would put me in shows, um, at like, like I said, like three and four, like w- before, you know, I could like speak good <laughs> you know, before, I was, before I was a developed human, I was playing other, other people. So like, yeah, it's crazy. You know, I can totally see him as a four-year-old acting like he don't go to school. Like, why you want to go to school? Acting? Oh, I'm going to die. Probably got out of a lot of trouble with those skills, huh? It was, it was, I won charm competition. So it was about charming people. My life has been about like charming and being like, oh, how can I convince this person? So, you know, my parents were putting me on stage, making me do poems and stuff. Like, they were, they were about it. That's amazing. Okay, so before we go to the fourth question, what was the poem that you can remember that you just absolutely loved the most? Uh, that would probably be some of my poetry, nothing that they wrote. But my dad was a poet. I didn't say Langston now. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Just tease you. Okay, so um, you do next question. Okay. So what? What is a common misconception about theater acting, you know, that people pretty much have? Mm-hmm. What I was uh, saying earlier is that a lot of people think that we just are working all the time. I work four hours a day. So um, I go to work at 6.30, and I'm done at 10.30. And no matter how much I'm getting paid, blah, 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 all that, when I'm in the show, that's those are the hours I work. So, you know, talking to you now is like, I'm I'm chilling from the time I get up till about <laughs> six o'clock. You okay. would have had time to fly to Chicago, do the interview, and come back if we were balling like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could have flew. I could have flew in, did the thing, and been back for the show. Fly, fly where you are. Yeah, make interview. Yeah, we can be there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you have to have more free time than people realize. I guess once the show's you know going on, but I guess the beforehand. When you're prepared for the show, how long does that typically take? We take 10 to 6-hour days, uh, 6 oh. days a week. So that, that part can be a little strenuous. So you're talking 8 hours a day, but we only get one day off. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we're dancing and stuff, a lot of these dancers are in the craziest shape, like 6 and 8 and 12 packs on their stomach and huge <laughs> calf muscles. Because they're dancing eight times a week um, in I can't even it's describe it like I'm at a loss for words as to how these people do this. Like you don't work with them yeah. but it's like but they're on a different level because because sometimes I'm just standing and thinking you know it, you know being a, a so I'm in a, a Hamilton the American musical and I play Aaron Burr and it's a large role and a part of it is me just standing and singing sometimes but they are back there doing flips <laughs> and splits jumping off of stuff it's crazy um so yeah I mean I know they can't hear me right now but like oh my god I just I always have to like give them more props than me because like 
they're also working out to be in tip top shape. I'm just sitting on my butt eating a banana right now, you know. <laughs> but no, but just imagine like they're they're physically strong, but your vocals are just as strong right. as theirs. So it, to me, I'm not comparing because I, you know it, it is apples and oranges. But I, I hear what you're saying. Too, yeah. you're in awe of them and, yeah. and the, the talent and the dedication that they possess. Right. And people don't really think about that. You know, dance is a part of what we're discussing as right. a as a way of expression and. I can imagine the mental strength it takes to get up six days a week and just go full out all day long. So I, I'm with you. I yeah. think I'm just up there saying, <laughs> but it's a big deal too. Yeah, it's a big deal. Just imagine how many hours you've seen. Like, look, I could four hours. I'm done. I'm like, she don't even think it up. <laughs> but we're gonna move on to this question. <laughs> any other misconceptions that you think people would need to know about just what it's like to be in the theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that it's a lot of mental work, you know, that what y'all were talking about made me think about, like, all the the mental hoops we have to jump through. And um, because there are no rules um, in how we approach our jobs, you know, we're not coming in, sitting at desk and stuff like that. We're up interacting with each other, touching, feeling, you know, uh, we get paid to feel. And... um, that on top of memorizing things on top of keeping the schedule that's opposite from everybody you love you know like everybody's working at nine to five we get about two hours to spend with our loved ones a day you know um because because we're coming in at 11 30 you know we're entertainment they they get off work when we go to work and then we come home right before they go to bed so In that yeah. sense, too, it's, it's it's a lot of like um, maintenance, mental maintenance. Plus, we feel the same same emotions every night, uh, so we really have to keep our mind right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a wonderful transition to what we're the next question, which is, so how do you use your craft? Uh, as a form of self-expression and healing, like you said, the mental and emotional toll it takes on you. Um, you know, you kind of realize how much yeah. that, how much energy that takes. But how do you put that energy back into yourself through your art? Um, it, it's it's not about us a lot. It ends up being about other people, which makes our our lives, I think, feel very rewarding. You know, it makes our jobs rewarding so that we can come in and do the same thing, that feel these same emotions, um, do that physical work, those flips, all that stuff. It's not for us a lot. And we get immediate gratification for the effort that we put into it. So it's like we're affecting people emotionally and engaging them. And so that in that rewarding sense, like that really, I think, motivates performers. You know, you'll go to you can go to a show where the audience is quiet and the performance will be uh, different. You come to our show, you know, I'm I'm trying to put it on other people. But like if you come to Hamilton on a Tuesday, (laughs) that show is going to be different than a Hamilton on a Friday night when the audience is energized, engaged, they're feeling, people are sobbing, and you can hear it. That all goes into our our psyche because we do the same show every night. We go through this range of emotions. Some of them are sad, happy, blah, 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 blah. We're pretending to be other people. Um, And so 
we feel like we're healing the audience and therefore that heals us. Like theater is so powerful. Very, very powerful. Yes. Thank you. Because it, it, we're right there in front of you. You can almost touch us. You can feel our breath and you know what I mean? Like we hear them crying. It's, it's a spiritual experience and that, and that is healing for us and them. You know, like I can, I, I can feel, I can actually, it's like, I don't want to say empathize with that, but I kind of do. I think that's so powerful mm-hmm. how someone else's emotion, kind of like what Tiffany and I do, especially Tiffany being a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, um, she gets paid to feel. Exactly right. Feel and think. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, can, I can empathize with that part of it. And I guess the beauty of what you do is because you can use your entire being, your body, your voice, yeah. you know, you know, whereas I'm just using my voice and my mind. Like, I can use, I, I can understand the exhaustion that they most feel. If I feel mentally exhausted, you know, sitting with three or four clients in a day, you're doing four hours of performing. Just imagine how many people with hundreds of people. Right. You're touching hundreds and hundreds of people a night. You know, you got a little, you know, drama therapy is a thing. I'm just saying. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and, and what you do is, uh, like you said, I mean, I love the theater, so everything that you're saying, I've been there. I mean, if I don't cry after a play, I feel like I've done something wrong. So, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Even a, even a funny one, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, kind of uh, segueing into just mental health as a whole, What in, in your experience, how does mental health and like mental health conditions impact the theater world. How do you see it in your colleagues or just just in the world in general? Um, hmm, that's such a deep question. <laughs> when I looked at that question, I thought, wow, that's really that's really deep. Um, but it just feels so personal, you know, because there are certain types of people that come and become actors. Like you can almost like sort of see the type of person that each person is, you know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like, especially since I didn't, I never studied acting. And so I, I just was in it all the time. <laughs> and so now that I'm here, now that I'm here for the people who like trained and trained and trained as actors, um, you can sort of see their vibe and feel them. Right. And, um, you, you, you know, it, it takes a lot of, um, I'm trying not to be too personal about it, but it takes a lot of, uh, what's the word? Discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and disciplined people versus the people that I, you know, normally hang out with, you know, it's just very different. Um, mm-hmm. I don't hang out with disciplined like people. I'm not very disciplined as an actor. If I were more disciplined, I probably would be like, I don't know. I'd, I'd be, you know, in, in the movies or something. I'm very like, sort of like lazy with it, but there are people who are very strong mentally, emotionally, their values are strong. They have strong beliefs. Those are the people that I'm normally working with. You know, the people who like, I graduated from, from Harvard art school, like those people are very serious people. <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like, that discipline um, in, injects itself into everything. That's why they have nice bodies. That's why, you know, we think that, oh, I want to be an actor, therefore I'm going to be fine. But a lot of people, they come into it like already fine. <laughs> you know, like they already have the, 
they already have the mental discipline to they're reading books they're, they're you know I work with some very culture people who will just sit up and teach themselves how to play guitar and piano um they're singers and rappers and dancers and some of them are like 19 and 20. It's just a very like disciplined atmosphere and they can let loose now. We can go out, they don't smoke out of coke, <laughs> you know, smoke out of weed. They're going to do... They have they're, they're, Right. I don't need to want to make them seem like... You know, you know, yeah, we don't want to go there. I know this is mental health. You know, so I'm talking about the, you know, the other side of it. But. <laughs> But no, I, I love what you're saying is that I hear the respect that you have and the honor that you have for their their process. And, you know, don't sell yourself short. You know, you're, sometimes gifting just kind of gets you a couple of extra steps, but you did the work to but maintain where you are, too. And I was going to say the same thing. Sorry to cut you off, but when you were, when he was, you know, seeing how other people were disciplined, I looked at your history. I looked like, yeah. like this is not... This is not the first um, play, Broadway play, that you have been in. And so, you know, I just feel that you working towards what you're in the color purple, mm-hmm. um, Hamilton, what you're currently doing. What are, You were like in three more other plays that I, was, that I looked up. And I'm like, that's discipline. Because in order to get where you are, you had to have some type of discipline. So, Akron, don't sell yeah. yourself short now. <laughs> now you have a resume. Yeah. That's okay. You have a you have a resume yeah. that's impeccable now. Yeah, but but I hear what you're just saying though. Yeah. Like you know, it takes mental strength to really succeed in that world, and you know it can go dark. But it yeah. sounds like you're surrounded by people full of light and full of doing the work that makes so that they can maintain that career because it can be mm-hmm. devastating. I would think if you you're on the other end and not really seeing the success you want to see. As you know, as a you know, I think that as a person who has seen success, you still experience people all the time who aren't experiencing success here, and like you realize that like there are some certain qualities that you do have to have. Like you have to be mm-hmm. disciplined. Um, you have to be willing to be told no and still believe in yourself. It's a lot of belief in yourself. Um, it, it takes a lot of bravery to go into a room and I did those auditions. I think is really where the mental health comes in because it's like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I need to I need to be able to prepare to like be somebody else in front of these people, but also be myself, also mm-hmm. still be personable. I have nerves going crazy. They could tell me no, be rude. You know, there are sometimes you go in a room and a person will laugh in your face. You know, it's just like <laughs> they're, they're, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you, you go in a room and just tear yourself down, get completely naked in front of someone, and then still have the courage to walk out with dignity and, and, and self-respect and go do that three or four more times that day sometimes. Yeah. So that that part, too, you know, um, and there are people who are afraid to audition. They're wonderful actors, but they're afraid to audition, and so their careers only – will extend to this point, you know what I mean? To this, uh, this, you know, it's it's crazy. So what is the easiest way someone, so we're almost done with this interview, okay, which I really don't want that to end, but you have to get to work and we do too. So what is the easiest way someone can connect to the theater art? Just like any old person who has never been to a play, what's the easiest way for them to do? Yeah. 
to do that. Yeah, just just Google it. Google's awesome. Um, yeah. I know, because I Googled you. I know. I was here too late. I wasn't there. Yeah. She didn't Google you until I actually told you. Word of mouth still works. <laughs> you can tell people about it, uh, right? <laughs> and, and since we're talking about Google, how can people find you in your work, like, as soon as they put in Akron Watson, like, not, I'm not gloating, but, like, that is how the career works. If you just put in Akron Watson into the Google search engine, my Instagram, Facebook, um, all the information for Hamilton will come up. <laughs> just, like, every show oh, I've ever done. SEO is working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I've done a lot of I've done a lot of stuff, you know, like she was saying, like I do sell myself short, but I've done like cartoons, movies, you TV. Look at me, I'm so excited about that. You can do <laughs> my little chicken voice, yeah. yeah. No, please watch those animes. Like the animes that I'm in are actually good. Like oh. I've actually watched them. They're very really good. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> you know what? That could be our like self care. I'd be like, yeah, we can find out, find out what Japanese voice actually. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. Wait, no. <laughs> no, Steven. Um, yeah, okay, so. Akron, man, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are amazing. I I need to figure out how to, how long is uh, Hamilton running in Chicago? Do you know? Until January of 2020. But oh, I, I, I have time to see you. <laughs> yeah, that's time, that's time, that's time. But I'm I'm leaving in September, so. Okay, I got a little less time to see. Oh, okay. I gotta make it to Chicago. Preferably in the summer because it's cold. Um, <laughs> to catch the yeah, show. come I yeah, just, come come around June, July, and we'll hang out and. Um, yeah, because you sound crazy. Both of y'all sound crazy. Both of y'all sound crazy, and I want to see how. You think it's about the kids, so I, this is crazy. You know, this is the thing. Okay, well, um, Austin, uh, please, please uh, find Mr. Watson all on the social media. Yes, yes, and stay yes. tuned for the help show. Yes, thank you, Akron. Yay. No problem. Okay, okay bye. Bye. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> the interviews were awesome. I miss my friend Michael, and I can't wait to see Akron on stage doing what he does. Um, I think talking about drama therapy was great because it's just one of those things that people don't think about, especially if they're apprehensive about traditional talk therapy. Like right. some people just don't want to sit and stare at somebody in their eyes for an hour. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, can I see your eyes, Tiffany? Uh, I mean, my clients usually don't complain. I usually give them something to do, you know. I do role play and art and all kinds of things. So just knowing that this medium is out here, it's so very puppets, you use, you know, your body, whatever. Right. right. Um, and also the kind of research that Michael is doing is very impressive. It's very, very interesting. interesting, yes. Yes, and it's like... He's tackling something that people don't like to talk about, like colonization and oppressed people, right. but also, you know, equipping them with a new tool using what their culture already does right. and just taking it to a different level so that they can address all of their, you know, mental health issues. And, you know, when when I spoke to um, 
not to Akron, but to Mikhail. Mikhail, I'm sorry, my mind is late, guys. <laughs> I spoke to Mikhail. Um, I really didn't understand the culture. Um, I had to. I'm like, can you please, ex- you know, explain the, the culture that you're doing the research on? I, you know, I did do it for the audience, but I really <laughs> myself as well because sometimes you you don't know. And what what I did learn, um, speaking with him, is that you know, as being the minority, we always come up with, with an interesting way of how to express ourselves. We're so cultured, full of life, full of. Um, um, not animation, but when he explained what he was doing in um, New Ze- he's in New Zealand, right? I just felt like he took he took he didn't take, but that type of culture is worldwide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it being colonized made it very interesting as well. Right, you seeing know? how they maintained who they were despite being oppressed and I hear what you're saying like you think about a lot of different minority cultures you know even African American Hispanic Afro-Caribbean you know even colonized Africans you know the the culture that was there before still existed in in some type of way and to use it as a you know and healers are a part of all those cultures too and so it's like blending that tradition of healing the tradition of movement and dance and, and, and theater and then adding, you know, what we know from psychology, what research has shown, and just really making it something that everybody can embrace um, equally. You know, I can't wait till his research is over. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to know what he what he came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, very very proud of him. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait till he comes back to the United States and 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 actually put a mark in you know in the world because I, I think people really really need to understand that it's just not a United States issue it's a worldwide issue mm-hmm. and so thank you so much for you know just educating me you know I love to, I love some education <laughs> I do I do and so um Akron okay so Mr. Akron he was so charming as you know an actor is but for him, just knowing that he started so young and it's it's just who he is, it's not anything that he had to go seeking out. Like that's that could probably be inspiring for some people where they they think that they have to fit into a certain mold and it's like, no, just do what what excites you, do what you're good at and just put your all into it. I like the fact that um, Akron he he does have a lot of respect for those that have went to that went to school for it. Mm-hmm. And but what I learned is it's kind of like leadership. It's either you have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm not discrediting those they go to school for because you know that's a lot of work itself. Um, edu- getting yourself educated on different types of of, the, of theater. But I feel that it, it's either you it's like you being a singer. It's either you got it. You don't, mm-hmm. and he has a talent, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't discredit the raw talent. Yeah, that it's a has. it's a combination. It's right. you know, even if, if you have a smaller talent and a lot more work ethic, you can probably get almost as far as somebody with a lot of talent and you know, pretty good. But you got to have some kind of work ethic. You do have to do it. You do have to. You, have to um, you know, after a while, the cracks will start to show. You Most know, definitely. the natural talent only can take you so far. It's really that getting up like he was talking about auditioning I loved right. how you described that right um, the anxiety the 
the judgment and, and really having to have mental stability or strength or some kind of way to cope to do that as your job to be judged it, like you said as the character and as yourself all at the same time what was the um the quote that you said um he, he something about we get paid to feel we get paid to feel that was very I thought that was I thought that was very powerful too it was like yeah we do in a nutshell I was like hey yeah. it's kind of my job <laughs> uh, I get paid to think about how people feel he just gets paid to feel right. so it's like definitely you know a different thing but I can uh, empathize with his world as a role as an actor yeah. and I, I'm glad that he sees the impact of his work um, in the bigger sense of the culture and just individual lives that he's touching every night when he's performing. every night he's touching lives most definitely and I did I still can't stop laughing at the banana comment like oh I'm just a house chilling in the <laughs> Like, okay, well, you know, it's not always hustle and bustle. There is downtime. Right, so, right, right. Uh, you know, self-care, potassium is important. So yeah, 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 yeah. He was, potassium is important. He was eating healthy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just so grateful for his time. And, I, like, Thank I like you, I was, we were mentioning it. Hopefully we can get to Chicago this summer before he goes. We know. Uh, if we will, we'll look. We're, I mean, we're going to be there. I mean, Chicago's we, not far. It's not far. Like we were teasing. We really could have, like, flown up there and come back, you know, <laughs> and fall like that. But oh, one day have to work. One day, one day we will. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, sometime, you know, we can make it work. We can make it, yeah. But, Akron, thank you. Thank you. I'm just... Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Akron. You guys are yes. great. This was yeah. more than I could have asked for as far as a concept. Because yes. uh, we want to end the year with something... We're heartwarming, but informative. Because we've had some heavy topics this year. Yeah, we have. We and, have. Um, you know, this time of year is hard for a lot of us. You know, me and Naida, we've talked about our own personal lives a lot. So you kind of know the things that we struggle with or have to cope with when it comes yeah. to the holidays. Holiday. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. And I and I just feel that we, we wanted to put a little... Um, I'm, I'm going to say a little shine, a little enlightenment yeah. for the Christmas the holiday. Spotlight. Yes. You know, it's all, you know, the spotlight on something that I know if, if everyone gave it a chance, they can find uh, some art or some therapy or some dance that fits them. And that's really what we wanted to get across this year. And, the, I, and I believe that we absolutely did it. And this year has been such a, a great experience. Blessing. We both, I know we both grown personally, professionally, and just as individuals from this study of arts and mental health. Learning so much. Most the guests, the, I mean... <laughs> So much gratitude. It's just, you know, so much culture in our city. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's like, it was like a, like a hidden mine, like, mm-hmm. like a hidden treasure. Yeah. And I met so, Tiffany too, we met so many people, mm-hmm. so many great um, artists mm-hmm. in, our, in our own backyard. Right. And, then, you know, and, and some not too far away. But, yeah. uh, you know, just using our life experiences to, to influence this show and make sure that the audience is getting a valuable uh, message of, you know, we, we are, so we should help. Like, we exist, therefore we have yeah, a, yeah. a duty and obligation to to give you guys good information. So Most definitely. I'm grateful for Nayada asking me to co-host this year. It's hard. <laughs> so I'm like, as I told you just now, you know, I, I started on the stage, but really I like kind of being behind the scenes because it's control. Yeah. But, uh, again, I like performing too. I love talking. And so I, I appreciate you, you know, use, let me use my expertise and, and you know, bring ideas and, and really help you grow this show. 
And I know we're gonna go to the next level in this next year. Yeah. We got a lot of great things in store for you all. Yeah, we sure do. Well, you know, like the like our quote says, we think before we help. And so um, we're just gonna end this with thank you guys for being for listening um please continue to follow we have such a, a journey that is just the beginning of it um we oh man thank you thank you thank you so this podcast is produced by Nyetta Reynolds Tiffany Lindley and Davian Abney for more information and to donate please visit our website at thehelpshow.org thank you for listening and please stay tuned